This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Meet Ben, a Chiefs devotee, and Ethan and Wyatt, hardcore Lions fans. Their rivalry ran deep, or at least it will here in a couple weeks, until a podcast brought them together. In a twist of fate, these rivals joined forces, just as Roosevelt and Churchill did when they aligned with Stalin. Our trio would unite. Debates turn into camaraderie, disagreements into spirited banter. Their podcast, Better and Green, embraces the game's fervor while highlighting friendship beyond rivalry. In their banter, you'll find that even in a heated rivalry, partnerships can emerge, turning enemies into allies. That is, of course, until the opening kickoff of the 2023 NFL season. Welcome to Fantasy Football Origin Stories, where each episode is a journey back in time to explore the unique experiences of some of the coolest and most influential people in the fantasy football industry. I'm your host, Arnie Chapman, also known as The Football History Dude. Now, I love fantasy football, and I want you to come along with me to explore the yesteryear of the armchair gridiron. So hop on board my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. This time as we step off the DeLorean, the date is September 7th, 2023, and we are in Arrowhead Stadium at Kansas City. We're here to watch an up-and-coming Detroit Lions take on the defending world champion Kansas City Chiefs in what is amounted to the most anticipated Lions season in... I don't know, like 30 years, has finally kicked off. And this week's guest will be watching on bated breath because he knows that the side bet he inevitably created with his two buddies is about to go down the toilet. That's right, Ben. I stand with Ethan and Wyatt and cannot wait until the final whistle on September 7th when we pounce all over Mahomes. And we will show the world that it's not just a hype train rolling through your town this year, baby. We're the real deal. Now get out of our way or get run right over. More on that in this week's episode. Speaking of this week's episode, we have Ben Bentley from the Better and Green podcast and Better Green Network. He's one-third of a trio looking to share some fantasy and betting advice while having fun with each other, even if their NFL loyalties don't truly align. If you go to the website Better Green, that's B-E-T-T-O-R Green.com, you'll see this bio or profile about Ben. Ben specializes in NFL, NHL, fantasy football, DFS, and MMA bets. He is also known for constantly hitting on obscure bets and finding outliers. He is a diehard Kansas City sports fan who runs our graphics and edits the show. More on that later. But first, if you enjoy the show, hey, now's a good time for me to ask you to rate and review, subscribe, share with your friends, or whatever, that kind of thing. But seriously, please leave an honest review of the show so I can see what you like, see what we can improve. Plus, I've kind of heard a little bit about this whole rating and review system helps out with that algorithm to help more people find out about this show. And maybe we can just continue to grow this whole fantasy football origin experience. But enough of that promo stuff, right? Let's strap on our seatbelts, tap on this little flex capacitor, and get this baby up to 88 miles per hour to go back in time and learn about the fantasy football origin story of Ben Bentley. One of the first things that I like to ask everybody, I mean, I see you got the Patrick Mahomes, uh, and I see even see, like, is that a book back there behind you? Or, oh, the 60 when they started in the AFL and everything. Okay, so w- why, I mean, you kind of alluded to it in the pregame here, but like, why a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Born in Kansas City, man. Lived there till 99, and then moved back, or moved to St. Louis, and then I went back to where the Chiefs training camp is. So that's where I went to college at Missouri Western State University. So obviously going there, you get to go see all the Chiefs training camp. You get to just kind of hang out. <clears throat> you live right next to the campus. So I loved it, man. I I was there 
I was there like really during the Alex Smith days. So I didn't get to see all the cool like Patrick Mahomes throws and stuff. But still, you know, I got to meet Kelsey, meet uh, Chris Jones, Tyreek Hill and his family. So because I was working at a hotel at the time and a lot of the players families stayed at the hotel that I worked at. So it was kind of neat too getting to meet like the dudes and their families. Yeah, that is, that's a unique experience. Uh, not a lot of people get to, I mean, you're just doing for work and all of a sudden, hey, this professional athlete that I watch on the gridiron shows up and everything. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Okay, yeah. so then what, what's your, give me a story of somebody that either came up to you and you're like, I thought this guy was going to be a D-bag, but it turned out the opposite or vice versa, whatever. Like it's a story that's memorable that you tell around the dinner table to your grandkids. <laughs> Man. I hate it because both players are one's off the Chiefs and one is currently in a contract holdout. So that's Tyreek Hill and Chris Jones. We uh, got to go to, they had a Madden tournament at Arrowhead. And I don't think that they're doing this anymore, but they invited a whole bunch of guys out there to play. So we got to go and watch. But then at the end, Chris Jones and Tyreek, they got to do like the like outro game and so they kind of hung out with all the people that came afterwards we got to do a stadium tour too so it was just awesome getting to talk to those guys and it's like a really laid-back atmosphere so you actually i'm like they did the tour with you and everything too and like showed you around or just that was a separate portion they didn't do the tour just just the like man tournament and then they were just talking to people afterwards did you get to participate in the tournament yourself or no no i wish man <laughs> I always think I'm good at Madden until I play someone that's actually good at Madden. Yeah, I mean, I, I my skills on the sticks aren't where they would have been back when I used to play consistently. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's still cool just to reminisce. I mean, Madden, growing up, my era. I, did you say you were born in 99? Is that what you said? I was born in 94. Okay, yeah. So, oh, geez. So moved you to were, St. Louis in 99. Oh, I got you. Oh, man, that's not a bad gig. You moved to St. Louis right when they decided to start winning Super Bowl, the Super Bowl and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I've always I've never been a big Rams guy. I like Kurt Warner, but man, I I, I get up. I don't do the Rams. Never done the Rams. Ah, uh, well, I mean, again, you like you said. You wait. Okay, now I got to kind of go back. So you were there, <laughs> and well, because I'm trying to figure out. You were only like five years old. Why still yeah. Chiefs? Because of the family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, all the rest of my family on both sides are still over in Kansas City. We're the only ones. We came over here because my dad got a job. So we we go back to Kansas City all the time. I go back every year to go to a Chiefs game, get some barbecues. So it's it's still deep in our blood. I'm a Kansas City guy that just lives in St. Louis. Okay. Well, actually, I can, I can respect that even more than someone that lives in Kansas City <laughs> and is a fan because you were actually a true fan the whole time. So we'll yeah. give you some props. So even through some of the – wait, 99 what – are... No, Montana was already out of the league by yeah. Okay, he would have been out of the league by the time we were actually. I can't remember when he went to the Chiefs, huh? I don't know it, because Trent Green went to the Chiefs too. So you would have seen him at that point, but I don't know if that would have been the same yeah. timeline and everything, or if you're even old enough to remember that. See, I not really like when I started really watching was um, the Matt Castle, Matt Castle, okay. Alex Smith days. Okay, and so that puts I a love, point of reference. Yeah, when um, we drafted Alex Smith, everybody that still had the Matt Castle jerseys, they duct taped the name, so it was just ass on the back of all the jerseys. <laughs> 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 it was a fun stadium for a while, because we still weren't really good yet, so it was just like a good time. You just go and hang out. If you win, you win. If not, you know, whatever. It's just another football game. Well, I mean, you're talking to, I show this to every listener, or listener, everybody that goes, so Barry Sanders, I'm a Lions fan, so I have no empathy for you whatsoever. Yeah. You know, let's talk <laughs> about going to a stadium and not being able to enjoy it. I, I mean, Barry was our highlight, and then it was Megatron, and now it's actually, hopefully, oh, wait, that's right, yeah, so you and I can't, I probably should hang up this conversation right now. We're enemies until <laughs> after week one. So I'm just Man, hoping for both the guys on better and green are both Lions fans. Oh, really? So I actually should, you should probably bring them on the line instead of you next time then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are they from? Uh, that believe they're both from Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not terribly far from a um, couple, two, th two and a half hours or something like that. It's, it's on the other side of the state from where I'm at and everything. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, again, next, tell them that they got a cool guy on the other line and you can, they can <laughs> kick you off the show and move forward. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> well, let's, let's kind of like transition and quit talking about the upcoming, you know, drubbing the Lions and give to the Chiefs. Let's go to fantasy football. <laughs> uh, uh, like, you kind of alluded to like the Matt Castle era and such, but what about your first memory of either 
I don't know if you want to like give me the first memory of what fantasy football was or when you first played or both. Man, I love the like Jamal Charles, Matt Forte, Arian Foster, that era of just you just pout up. Of course, Adrian Peterson, but I feel like he was always more the unanimous first overall pick. But I just loved having deep, deep running back classes. And that was still like the tail end of the workhorse running back. Because now you just see so many committees. I loved having these guys, 300 carries a game. I I miss it, man. Especially you see like Justin Jefferson being the first pick in a lot of drafts going right now. Um, I myself would rather have Kelsey than Jefferson just because of that tight end advantage that you have. But man, I miss those running back heavy days. How much of that's because of a homer pick? Or are you just legitimately, if it was, say, if it was Mark Andrews for, you know, next year? Yeah. It, I'm a big tight end guy. I do. I, I'm pro taking tight ends early. As you know, like, I think I'd draw the line at Hawkinson. So the past, I don't know how many years, two or three years, and it was Andrews was my guy because Kelsey was like, I didn't want to take him as high as he was going, even though I, yeah. Kelsey's like the biggest advantage you have in fantasy football at any position. Yeah. I, um, I kind of, it didn't really work out the past two years. I kind of was a little bit late on that whole, you know, take the tight end. Cause I used to always be the guy. It's like, I'm going to take I'm like high testosterone, take it three running backs and maybe even four yep. or five, and then I'll start taking my other players. But now I've yep. somewhat transitioned. Um, I'm trying to think of what my – I got two leagues right now. I did the Scott Fish Bowl. That was a goofy uh, – did you, you do that too? Oh, yeah, duh. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> to the guy. That's how I met you. <laughs> Never mind. The listener of the show can can just say, I don't know what these guys are smoking. But, yeah, I. so where, where did you pick in that one? I forgot. I th- Oh, gosh. I think I was fifth. Well, I'd have somewhere well, right around. Well, geez, there. what am I doing? I can come up and I can pull up a roster thing real quick. Yeah, who'd you end up taking? Right, we quarterback it, or did you get Kel- yeah, Kelsey? Yeah, I number took, one, I didn't took he? Herbert. See, I yeah, love exactly. That's why I took five because I thought I could still get him, but apparently anything outside of first wasn't getting him this year. Wait, we got it. You had a chance to pick your draft spot. Yeah. What? Man, I got to learn these rules. A, I didn't know there wasn't trading. B, I didn't know I could pick my draft spot. C, I didn't know this whole waiver. I didn't know any of these rules until, well, I didn't even know I was in until some dude sent me a message and was like, hey, you got to accept your, um, whatever this, the Scott Fishbowl tournament. I'm like, oh, whoops. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I got, speaking of Jefferson, the reason why I bring it up was because, like, that's a goofy league with the scoring format. So, like, somehow I yes. got Jefferson, Eckler, and Sun God. And then after that, you know, the roster is like, whatever. But my quarterbacks yeah. are kind of like, I don't know. We'll see. We're, they're like super, uh, what's it called? Risky. Maybe I'll get lucky with Stafford and Rodgers and Kyler Murray will come back. My tight ends are weak, though, in that one. That's Hig- I mean, Higby will be good for catches, but I mean, that's about where I'm going to be at. I'm a big Higby guy. I mean, I saw like before Stafford got hurt, he was somewhere like second in targets among tight ends. Oh, so no. I, I think he's, yeah. he's going to be good, man. You're talking to a guy that's watched Stafford play his whole career, and he even <laughs> yeah. when we had Eric Ebron, it was, um, of course, Hawkinson for a little bit there. I'm trying to think of some of the other tight yeah. ends we had when in the Stafford era, but like Ebron was horrible. He would drop the ball like three times a game, but Stafford would still throw it to him like eight times a game. So I, I'm down with that as a as an option. Um, I I took him in this thing that we had this past week at the uh, Fantasy Football Expo. They had like a draft night out, which, by the way. You got to go. It was like 20 live drafts or something going at this restaurant at the same time. Super cool. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I took Darren Waller in like, I don't know, the fifth round or something like that. But then I took Higby, which I rarely take a second tight end. At this point, I was like, man, I'm just going to take Higby. And if I have to, I'll put Waller in my extra flex spot or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't blame. I ended up with Schultz in the Scotty Fishbowl. Yeah. So, I mean, in that I, I for- think- format. Yeah. Like that Texans receivers being super good. Yeah, I I mean, especially at the beginning, because rookies tend to lean on their tight ends, and I could see Schultz, I mean, maybe amassing like six catches for 55 yards and maybe a touchdown. You know, like he won't get high, you know, uh, yards after the catch and stuff, but I I could see that. Um, I'm really like way going off the rails here because so, sorry, the whole reason I brought you on is because I met you to the the Scott Fish Bowl. But at any rate, <laughs> I want to let's get into the actual like why we brought you on and your stuff. Um, well, you, you alluded to the whole Jamal Charles and again Homer pick, but uh, you know, Arian Foster will give it to you. What about like your favorite 
player on your team or like uh, maybe someone that you consistently always put your pl- your flag plan on all the time? On uh, my Scott Fish team? No, I'm sorry. Just throughout your, your history. Not now, not today. Like throughout the history, this is like you growing up, you know what? I, like you said, you're a running back dude. I always try to get this guy on my team if I could. Like my, my, this is my ride or die guy. Yeah, man. It was Arian Foster for me. Um, like I've been a big Dalton Schultz dude too. Like I was huge on him last year, huge on him this year. Um, trying to think back. I've never been like big on any quarterback. Cause I've got like Mahomes the year, like his first year he started when he won that MVP. Um, I got him. And then the like next year I had Jackson and I just picked him up off of waivers too. That's when Lamar Jackson had his crazy year. So I've never been a quarterback guy. I always take them like round eight or later. Um, or like I said, picking them off the waiver wire. I think it, it's quarterback so deep now. Yeah, that's what I've um, typically been too. I mean, but having that, oh, going up against like a guy like Mahomes on the other side of your lineup can, or Josh Allen, that can be kind of scary a little bit kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it can. It can. Uh, I'm trying to look up right now some of the guys. Like I said, eight, uh, Arian Foster, man. I was a big Arian Foster guy. What about that obscure player that even though it's like, you know what, I really didn't play him that much, but it's like I always had to have him on my team. Like anybody that rings a bell there. (laughs) Probably like Randall Cobb, Brandon Marshall, (laughs) Jordy Nelson too, dude. (laughs) Yeah, but Jordy Nelson and Brandon Marshall had some, I mean, Randall did for a little bit too, but you're talking about like after their heyday. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I kept those dudes until they were gone. I see. Well, I mean, did one of them win you like a championship and that's why you hung on or what was the reason? I, I had that like Jordy Cobb year where they both did super good. I had them both. And so I, I like ever since then, I just love those dudes. And I, I love the good quarterbacks that have that guy that they love. And that was just always Jordy. Yeah. No, Rogers just likes to lock on consistent hands. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I guess it's more recent. Of you know, I could talk about like way back in the day too, but for me, of recency, and this is why I got to remember when to quit him. But Camara, because I I saw him and I talked about yeah. this on the show before, but his rookie year, I just remember watching this preseason game when I had a notepad, the whole all three sixty, whatever it is, when you can rewatch the games, and I saw him take a punt return in like the third quarter of a meaningless game, and I'm like, holy crap, this dude's like fast. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> this dude faster than everybody. It just he just seemed faster, <laughs> even though he might not have physically been faster, but. He just, you knew when he got the rock, he was just going to get some yards and he ended up having such a great like breakout season. And then the following and a DraftKings tournament later for me and all that stuff. So it worked out. I definitely like Camara. Um, Want to flip it up another way? You can, oh wait, I didn't get you the, did I show you the DeLorean yet? No, you didn't. Okay. Dude, but, I like that, man. Yeah, this is this is the whole premise. You're going to go back in time. Of course, we're going to learn your your origin story and, you know, being a, Chiefs fan and everything, but um, let's give you one chance to take a mulligan. Like, what's the draft or trade or whatever it is that you made? You're like, man, I wish I could go back and change that one. <laughs> easy, dude. So easy. Le'Veon Bell hold that year. Ooh. And so I you- never drafted Le'Veon. Oh, uh, what I had you- never drafted him. That was the first time I drafted him, drafted him in the first round. Oh, never mind. I was just about to ask a question, but I can throw that one out. I was going to say, like, what it was yeah. like, you got him on value, and you're like, I, he's dropping too far, and I got to take him, but... <laughs> no. I was you're like, just- it... Because I feel like that was the first time, too, that a player had really, like, held out the entire season. Like, I didn't I didn't feel like we were seeing that. Dudes were breaking, and especially now, like, holdouts are a lot more common. I just thought, oh, he's going to come back, and he just never did. Well, I mean... I, you, Basically, everybody did because, like, you only get so many years with legs that are fresh or whatever, you know, young legs to be yeah. able to get money and you hold out for a whole year and anything could happen in that short time frame. And you, yeah, you're trying to hold out for a bigger contract, but and it worked out for him short term. I don't know how that whole guaranteed money thing worked, but, um, yeah, he was never the player that he was before then. No, no, I, that's, that's my worry about OBJ this year. Because, I mean, he had that ACL injury and then didn't play at all last year. So, I, I've got some concerns about him. You take a year off in the NFL, that's that's big. We saw Deshaun Watson, too. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, we'll see how Calvin Ridley actually can return and all that stuff as yeah. well. And there's a couple other guys, but I mean, who knows? Maybe there'll be a comeback player of the year. I don't know. Can you really be a comeback after you've been suspended? <laughs> like, can they really <laughs> give you somebody an award for that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, man. <laughs> huh. Let's let's write that to Goodell before anybody places any bets. Is this legit? Is it possible to be a comeback? Because, you know, stats-wise, <laughs> he might be. But hey, before I get, I got to ask, what is this Wall of Fame thing? And I see a word cut on it. What is that behind you? Oh, that is from our uh, our lives, our YouTube lives. If people join and they subscribe and leave a comment, they make it up on our Wall of Fame. That's like every Monday we do that at 5 Central. Perfect segue, man. That's something that we wanted to do is we wanted to be able to say, let's go take that DeLorean. We'll go back in time. And we want you to go to that napkin moment where you're writing – or you're coming up with this idea of I'm going to start into this fantasy football space up until now, of course, the pinnacle of fantasy football origin stories. So give me that timeline from beginning to now. Oh, dude, we're we're going to go back to my senior year of high school. Whoa. So I took, I know I'm taking you all the way back, man. <laughs> I took a media class for a year. So learning how to do Photoshop and, um, Adobe premiere, all the, all the Adobe apps. Um, Loved it, fell in love with it. So I started doing content just for my fantasy football league and a private Facebook page. So, I mean, I was making memes. I would do power rankings every week, writing a paragraph, doing the whole movement, making graphics for it every single week at fantasy football. Um, after about, I'd say, eight years of doing that and it's fun to make stuff for your league mates, but you know, if you only get your know, 12 person league, 10 person league, you get eight likes on a post <laughs> after a while. You're like, I'm spending a lot of time on this for like a whole lot of nothing. So I, I said, okay, I'm going to start branching out and making my own content and just kind of post it to the public, see how that goes. So that's how the uh, GM report started. And that's my Twitter page. So I started making a bunch of content over there. Um, did that for six months and then i saw a job listed on indeed and it was for um like sports betting content creation so i messaged the guy he says okay like sounds cool we got a whole bunch of people applying so i did a little face zoom thing with him and then wrote an article and then he read through it he hired me and I think like nine other dudes. And so we all made our own. We were all, he paired us up into groups basically to start your own channel. So it was me and then Ethan, who's a host on the show still currently. And a guy named Zach. So we started it and I believe Ethan came up with the name better and green. And then I came up with the logo. I do all the editing and stuff. So I think it's a pretty well polished program that we have over there. Um, so we got started on that. I believe it was like November, around week nine of the NFL season. So we kind of came in towards the end. Um, we loved it, though. We did it for a while. A couple of the other podcasts kind of fell off. And we had a little bit of, I don't want to say disagreement, but different in philosophy. He was more like kind of sit back and like make content as you can. And, you know, people will watch and then you'll grow. I'm like, you got to be a little bit more active than that. You got to kind of have a consistent posting schedule. You got to make sure you're actually making content. If you just do it like willy nilly here and there, then people aren't, they're going to see your page once every 30 days when you post. Uh, so I, we try to get something out there every single day. Um, so we kept going with it. And then Zach went back to school. So we had to step aside. So Ethan was in another project. Oh, I can't remember the name of it now, but they did college football with a guy named Wyatt and he's worst bets. I think he's got like 50,000 followers on TikTok over there. So he's pretty popular on TikTok. He joined our program. And so he's been with us. We haven't had a football season yet together because Zach stayed with us at the Super Bowl. So I'm looking forward to it coming up because I'm an Ohio State fan and he's a Michigan fan too. So <laughs> there's already been quite a bit of uh, shit talking already, <laughs> but uh, it's just going to get better as the year goes on and we when we play that game i there's already so many bets going on man with the chiefs versus lions playing and then ohio state and then ethan's a michigan state fan so we're just like all big 10 um but we love it over there we do a bunch of bets i'm doing 
the Women's World Cup right now. I've been covering that, trying to like put out some good bets. I'm six and two so far, so pretty good for not watching a single second of the Women's World Cup. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, so okay, give a, give a tip then as far as what why can you be pretty good at that without even watching? What something the listener can take away? Man. So we do a lot of like behind the scene research. So a lot of the stuff that I've been looking at is you see, and this is true about football too. You're seeing this, the end of the game stat sheet and the numbers can lie. You see a team won 24 to 20. It looks close, but really the team scored at the very end. It was 24, 13 and it was just, they had garbage time touchdown. So you're looking at this goals in soccer and you're saying, okay, well, this team, they won two to zero, but got outshot by 10. And it's like, okay. And they also didn't have time of possession. Then they probably got lucky and a few went in. And the other team just might have been missing. So we look for those little edges. And that's, I hit Spain today. Spain just beat, uh, I forgot who it was, but th- these little things that you can see kind of. Um, that the teams are doing. I'm a big time of possession guy. Also, like opportunity share in fantasy football. I'm just if you don't have the ball, you don't have a chance to score. So that's for all sports. Yeah, give me the ball. Give me the ball so yeah. I can score. Hey, that's actually what I, I wanted to ask you. Something I'm actually going to go to your website right here. So right on your the host under your name here, we got blah 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 blah. He is also known for constantly hitting on obscure bets and finding <laughs> outliers. So, I mean, you kind of dug into it, it a little bit there, but why or what? Um, Maybe give me some super obscure. How do you find an outlier or something like that? Dude, I think the first one that I hit was like some East Coast college lacrosse bet. <laughs> Just I've never watched lacrosse. I don't know anything about lacrosse. Just looked up some stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. They were like minus or plus two. 26 and a half goals like something so stupid that you're like okay they might be bad but they're not going to get beat by almost 30 at home so just like little things here and there um i've been kind of like peppering the wnba because without football when it's football we're just 100 percent in on football but during these summer months man with baseball you can only talk so much baseball and once that like hockey and basketball ended I- i'm kind of looking for any other avenue that i can take and we got the Olympics coming up. I know I did the Academy Awards, um, <laughs> shoot, a while back. And I think I went like eight and two on that. Another something stupid that makes no sense, but I just find these dumb bets that hit. No, speaking of that website too, like let's give the listener of the show, just we'll dig into them more, but like the where they can find the website and the podcast name. Yeah. Yeah, so the podcast is called Better in Green. Um, we are Better Green on a couple of the platforms, like I believe Instagram, Twitter, we're Better Green, and then we're bettergreen.com. If you want to go there, that's where we got our articles. We have a couple things that you can sign up for on there. Also, we got the NFL Survivor and the Weekly Pickums. That's all through ESPN, but if you go to our site and you click the link, it'll take you straight there. Just hit join group, and then you're in. I know they're giving away, I think, $117,000, so it's if it's free, why not play and get a chance? Right. Yeah. And again, that is better B E T T O R in green or better green. So just want to make sure the listener knows when they're sitting there driving B E T T O R better in green. Um, Thank the you. website, you know, it's pretty, pretty nice layout here. So you do the graphics and stuff for the site then. Yep. You know, I should have even seen it right here. I didn't, I only did some research on you. I see Wyatt right here, lions fan and, then we oh, have yeah. Ethan Lyons. So, like, we got to talk to the, I'm talking to the wrong dude on this thing here right now. I know. But uh, no, it's okay. Well, it's fun <laughs> to go back and forth. We'll have to have our little side hustle when it comes to uh, September 7th and everything. Um, with oh, the yeah. website, like you said, so you laid it out. Is this like a custom format for the listener or is this something that you like? I don't know. How does this work from the back end? Like, uh, like the website, just like the yeah, the the layout. I mean, someone that's like, hey, you know, I'm kind of hesitant. I kind of want to do this maybe because it's kind of interesting, but I want to start my own website and I don't know how. Like, what what process did you guys take to do this? So we took the process of Wix. We're using uh, their website building platform. It's super easy. I've used them 
I think twice before. This is the first one that like we really dove in deep. So we bought our domain name from Google. You're able to do it, I believe, for free, but then you have all the Wix advertising. You don't have your custom like domain. So our like bettergreen.com that we had to buy. I believe it's only like $12 a year. So it's actually really affordable. But then you have to buy some stuff on Wix on the back end too, because you buy the domain through Google, but then you have to do this other stuff. Um, I think a lot of it's to get rid of the Wix branding, but if you want to, <clears throat> excuse me, like if you want to accept payments, then you have to have their updated program. So that's how we're working on a merch store right now. It's actually there. It's hidden. I don't know exactly the correct word for it, but it's hidden. So you guys can't see it yet. We are working on it, working on t-shirts and other type of stuff. Uh, Ethan's girlfriend's actually running that. So I'm, we're kind of letting that get up off the ground first. And once she kind of knows all the merchandise we're going to have, we'll upload it and it'll go live then. But right now we just got the uh, draft guide. Yeah. And speaking of that, so if you're on the site and you just click on that little shop button, you get right here and there's the draft guide by right here. Um, this, uh, I mean, looking through the guide, it says, you know, our inaugural or first or something like that. This is, is that, is that, yep. this is the first year then for this? Yes, sir. And this is like over a hundred pages worth of content. I mean, what was the thought process and how to, I mean, it even says official big fantasy guide. And then when you look at the download, yeah. but like where, how did you decide, okay, this is how we're going to lay it out. Or like, what was the process there for creating this monster? Dude. So what you're looking at is like, three months of just me because i have a normal job but just being up till like one in the morning and you just come home after work and you just sit your ass in front of the computer and you just crank it out so all of those pages are custom uh made on canva which is i use canva and um uh sorry photoshop because canva is great it's really good for quick images but you can't do all the same stuff that you do on Photoshop. Like a lot of the, I do a bunch of face swaps. You'll see that in some of our um, articles and some of our like YouTube shorts. I, I know I just did one. I had like Dan Campbell face swap. <laughs> That's coming out here in a little bit. Um, but so it was basically, I told the guys, I was like, look, I'm a big fantasy football guy. And I created that the Bentley grading system. I think I created it last year. Yeah, I created it underneath the um, GM report content. So it's basically an outline of, because a lot of times in fantasy football too, everybody's saying, this is what I think is going to happen. And like, this is why, but there's no numbers. Like you have their old stats, but there's not a grade that you can give players. So sometimes they'll say, this is like a C minus, what we made is a eight group criteria, and that's based on previous performance, opportunity share this upcoming year, the situation they're in, uh, their age. So it takes a lot of stuff into account, and then it breaks it down into a seven-point system. And so I don't know if I've seen this anywhere else. I haven't seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. Um but we think it's pretty unique to us, the way that we do this. And it gives you kind of a guide to see who who is ranked high but has a higher chance of busting. Because also, bias is a big thing in fantasy football, too. It's hard when a dude screws you to go back to the well because you had those negative feelings. And when guys, like we were talking about, do good. Like Carlos Hyde, that's one that popped up in my head later. <laughs> I love Carlos Hyde. I always take Carlos Hyde, even when I probably shouldn't have taken Carlos Hyde. This looks at what opportunity are they in? What have they done in the past? And uh, injury risk too. So it gets rid of some of that bias and puts in really a number. A lot of the guys are going to be in the middle, but you see maybe a guy further down in the rankings that has a high number. That's a good chance for a sleeper because he's going to have, he's pretty safe. He's a healthy guy. He's going to see a lot of opportunity. Whereas, a Derrick Henry. He might see a bunch of opportunity. He's over 28 years old. He's had a lot of wear and tear on his body, so he might be a little lower. And it's we just break it down. Every position's different. Quarterbacks are their own grading system. Running backs have their own, and the wide receiver tight ends have their own. Um, but that's just me and Wyatt and Ethan spending months at a time just researching these guys, going through every single player, making sure we do that point system for them 
writing up a little article about them doing their sticker, and I think it's over 250 profiles. So it it took a lot of time, man, but we're really proud of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very professionally laid out. I mean, it's something that you can scroll through, and the best part about it is with the whole um, being a PDF, you can do the Control-F function to go right to players and such like that. I mean, I'm just yeah. telling the listener of the show what they can expect from this. It kind of breaks down a little bit at the, you know, go to page 14. What is the Bentley player grading system? And then scroll down and you see that everybody has their bubble. Let's see here. What do you think my quarterbacks in the Scott Fish Bowl? So, I mean, granted, it's <laughs> going to be a different ranking system or scoring. So, we've yes. got Rodgers at number 11. We've got, uh, let's see here, Stafford at 17. Kurt Murray is going to be way down because of the, the injury factor. Injury. But I hope he just comes back yep. and everything. We'll see. But no, this is cool, man. I, I, you could tell you guys put a lot of time into this. Um, if the listener of the show is interested again in purchasing this, um, what is the cost, and then where can they find it? Yeah, it's only ten bucks. It's only ten bucks right now. We're doing a little limited time deal. It was twenty dollars. We did the ten bucks for like the first week it opened, and it did really well. So we're saying, you know what? Also, we don't care as much about the money. We want. Like you said, it's really cool. We spent a lot of time on it. We want people to be able to get it and enjoy it. So we said, you know, heck, don't go to McDonald's one day, eat a can of soup at home <laughs> or something, eat, eat a thing of ramen and get the draft guide. We think it's got some great information. $10 only at uh, bettergreen.com. If you go there, click it, it'll take you to the website that does our processing called PayHip. And so there, you don't need a code or anything. It's just marked down to $10 right now. Go get it. Which is also perfect too, because like you said, I mean, I wish I, I, I wish I would have had this before I addressed and I could have tried to see who you were going to snipe on me, but <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll go from there. Again, it's a very well laid out, very cool type of document. It's like seems more, um, I don't know, thought about when it comes to the graphics and putting everything in as opposed to maybe some kind of standard magazine you'd get back in the day that was just the player profile, the, the, yep. you know, all that kind of stuff. So I recommend. You know, listen to the show, grabbing this again, better green, go to the thing is 10 bucks. Big. Um, it says F a guide. Um, do I want to ask what that stands for? Or we're not going to go that route. <laughs> it's probably just fantasy. Probably just <laughs> <chopped> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> I think that's what it is on the top of the thing yeah. right here. Um, so besides that, I mean, you guys have a lot of other content and such, of course you got the, you know, maybe the blog or whatever, but what about, uh, the podcast you referred to earlier? What is that? And if the listener is interested, like what can they expect? Yeah, man. So we, we do a whole bunch over there. So Mondays are always our lives. We do it normally from five to six. We'll start talking about kind of recapping the weekend sports. We have these ch little Chinese scratchers that we got. They're like some little stupid New Year's <laughs> Eve, their Chinese New Year's thing that I got. And it's, they're eerily accurate. Or our bets. So if we scratch it and it's a bad one, stay away from us that day. <laughs> if it's a good one, hop out, hop all in. So we do that. We talk uh, fantasy football. Anybody has questions, we answer those. We get some betting questions too. So if you're like, I'm looking at this, what do you think? Because um, some of those lucky people live in states where you can bet. Unfortunately, I'm in Missouri where it's not legal yet, but Illinois is just right across the river. It's a short drive. Um, we, we've got some good records over there, though, um, but we really like that. That's our most interactive, I'll say. Then we have our Thursday show is just mainly it's just betting. We just give our three favorite bets for the weekend. And then Fridays are, are either football Fridays or fight Fridays. I know we had a guy come on. His, he's called Bullshito Bobby. Um, he went eight and two, I believe, when we had him on a couple weeks ago that UFC 291 but then we've been doing a lot of fantasy football which is funny you should go onto our site and see it because we did a um, fantasy time machine and it reminded me a lot of your picture so we went uh into the future to see how this fantasy season unfolded so we gave like the MVP of the year uh rookie of the year all that type of stuff so we do fun stuff we did like a Kentucky Derby special Man, we, we cover everything over there. If there's anything big going on in sports, then we're going to have an episode out. And those are Fridays, but probably starting the NFL season, we're going to drop down to Mondays will still be the lives and then just Thursday episodes because those football ones are longer because we cover all the games. So those will be like an hour and a half long episode. But we are doing a trivia, like a NFL fantasy trivia game this Friday coming out. All right. Yeah. So then again, how how do they find you just to make sure like if they go into YouTube and such? 
Yeah. So just type in better and green. And like you were saying before, it's better B E T T O R green. Um, I'm going to look us up right now too. Better and green. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the best way to find us. Type in better and green. And we're better green on a lot of the other socials. I think we're better in green on Facebook, but like Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch, we're on kick. Um, we're pretty much on all social platforms. We haven't done threads, Instagram and their threads and Facebook, whatever. It's, it's so hard because we're all like working guys that do this like after work. It's so hard to like, you make this content and then post it on a thousand different platforms. So it's like, I can stick, I know I can get through, um, our Twitter, our Instagram and our Facebook easy. I try to get stuff in the discord. I forget, but YouTube is always every Monday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and then pretty much something every day on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Perfect. And listen to the show again. I'm not, I know you don't want to promote yourself, so I'm going to do it for you. If they, have, if they also want to kind of support you, there's a little more category plans and pricing. They can get a little extra features and such like that, including, 50% off the big fantasy guide if you get the gold membership with just 10. So it's basically only five bucks there. And then the $20 VIP, you get the free guide plus all these other things. So that's a plug I'll give for you. Um, I like the whole <laughs> option, like you said. So I actually thought about, I'm like, hmm, how can I break in the fantasy industry? And I thought to myself, well, I do the history show, uh, the football history dude. I do the DeLorean bit. What if I just always went into the future and I bring back next year's first round draft pick from the Gray's Almanac or like next week's like top five yeah. running back, you know, something like that. I don't know if I'll ever get into it, but that was like my, my thought. So that's kind of cool that you did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, it's, there's so much stuff that's so similar. You can watch 10,000 videos on YouTube of five guys I like next year. But to make it fun, I mean, we threw on the whole like 70s gear. So we made a couple stops on the way back. Like just trying to make it fun, make it different. That's that's a big thing about us too. So we do a lot of charity work. We try to do a lot of like fun type stuff because there's so much like you can get all your stuff from Fox Sports or ESPN, but the small creators like us, like you, you got to be really creative and it's hard to be found, but you're just like making good content over and over and over again. You'll start to build up slowly, but I mean, it's worth it, man. We just love doing it. So you kind of answered a little bit of like when I give you the final question. Uh, you said you listen to the show, but that is always <laughs> like what kind of advice you give. Uh, before that, before we get a little further, um, we got to give love to the true stars of your show Wyatt and Ethan you know because they're Lions fans like give some love to them and maybe like what is each one of their specialties or superpowers in the show okay so they both have horrible taste in football teams well so (laughs) um I'm putting you on mute but after that then like what's their real specialties (laughs) uh man those two guys they are great guys man because we've never met in real life either, but we look forward to getting together every week, man. They're just, they're really good guys. Um, Ethan, he, he is like the stat king and his memory is wild. We did this little bit. I think it's, you get 10 questions to guess the player. It can be any position, um, any decade, any NFL player. And he, I don't think he ever missed one. And we did it for like 30 episodes. And the dude is, he's like the rain man. Like really, he knows all the players from all the decades. He's, he's insane. And when we do the breakdowns of the games, he looks at the lines, he looks at the movement. He's a big numbers guy. So his memory is unreal. So I'd say his superpower has to be his brain. He's mega mind. Um, Wyatt, man. Why it's funny. Why does it, he is a hilarious guy? I think that's why he's got the 50,000 uh, followers on TikTok, just because he just posts such funny stuff. Um, he played college ball. You might know it. Um, they were the Chargers. They're like, they're blue, like dark blue and a lighter blue, I believe. Mm, I'd have to uh, look it up. I, yeah, if you say it, I would be like, oh, yeah, okay. But off the top of my head, that doesn't sound familiar. Over by the Grand Rapids area or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell, but I'll at some point it'll hit us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. So he played college ball, so he's a big college ball guy, and that's kind of his specialty. He he just knows that type of stuff. Um man, if I had to give wide a superpower. 
I'm gonna give Wyatt super strength, man. I have to give Wyatt super strength. That that dude, he he was painting on the side of a he because he did like I'm not exactly sure if it was for his family or he was just working on some condos, but he painted on the side of a house something like Shohei Otani plus four hundred. Like he's painting his bets on the side of houses, man. The dude's just he's hilarious. He's huh. hilarious and he he's just tough, man. He'll tough through anything. He did an episode in his car with the car turned off. We lost him halfway through because his phone overheated. We're like, what the hell happened to him? <laughs> he comes back <laughs> ten minutes later. He's like, I had to put my phone in the freezer, man. <laughs> I'm back. Nice. So I mean we got those two superpowers. Well, what about you then? We'll give you a, let you get a superpower too. What would it be on your show? Oh man. The king of cringe, man. The awkward intros. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's hard, man. That and the transitions can be so tough sometimes because a lot of our stuff has ad libbed, especially during football season. We kind of have you have the rundown, you have the teams, and you're able to transition into what you know next. Whereas, like doing it with the guys, they don't know really what I'm gonna say. I don't know what they're gonna say. What sport they're going to, but. You know, if I had to give an honest one, it'd probably be cr- the content creation. I'm the creation king because I do all of our graphics, do all the editing for our shows. All the if you watch it, you're gonna see we have three panel layout. I I made that layout myself, made the draft guide, made that entire layout. Um, yeah, just and making stuff constantly too because it's hard when I'm sure you know, man. It's when you're making content and you have a full time job to get stuff put out every single day and good stuff that you actually like to look at <laughs> and it looks good. It's a, it's appealing. Uh, looks like maybe something you would see on one of the big Fox sports ESPN. Um, I I'm pretty proud of the stuff that we put out. And so I think that would have to be mine. Yeah. I mean, I would agree that it's like, you can tell you put the effort into it and everything. It's a uh, very quality as far as the graphics and then you know we got the strong dude and we've got the guy who can't forget anything so i we'll uh we'll we'll combine them together maybe captain planet style or something um or power ranger style and you guys can build up either way oh let's see here what do we want to take this one well let's remind the listener of the show again what is the podcast and the name i want them to hear it about 35 times I love it. I love it, man. It's better and green. That's better. B E T T O R. We do a lot of betting content, but we're, we're way more than that. We do a lot of fantasy content. We do, God, we do everything over there. If you're not just into fantasy football, if you like other sports, don't worry. We got that too. And and again, you said like they could come on the live show and connect with you, but what are some other ways that the listeners like, ah, I like that dude. I want to talk to them about some stuff. Absolutely. Hit us up in the DMs anytime. I, I'm very active and I know Ethan and why they try to be active too. We try to respond to every comment. That's kind of one of our, our big things. Um, and it, the, our probably most successful series has been our expansion teams. And if anybody hasn't seen any of those, please go over now to Instagram to see some of those. They're on Facebook too. Um, there's a chance you've seen some of them. I know our, I think it was the Gatlinburg Shiners. So we do like NFL expansion teams. <laughs> I think we're at like 22 right now, 21. And we just make up these fake teams, give them completely crazy intros, what their stadium look like, what their food looks like. I think the Shiners one got like 10,000 views. So they're, they, I believe our last one was Sweden Symphony. So it's completely international. There's one on a cruise ship. They're completely hilarious. That's the one we've been posting those again. And those have been doing really well just because they're so funny. Oh, that's cool. You can have fun with it on top of, and that's the reason why you do this whole thing is for enjoyment. Uh, You, so the question that I always ask near the end here as we're wrapping up is going to the future. You kind of already said that you guys stole my DeLorean for some reason. I must have knocked me out or something. But <laughs> what about yeah. going 5, 10, 20, whatever years you want to in the future? Either what you hope that the fantasy football landscape turns into or maybe some kind of prediction that you think will happen? Man. I'm hoping – I think that Scott Fish – has laid out a great groundwork and uh, you're seeing more and more scott fish light leagues coming around so you're seeing i know there's one for mental health there's one really for pretty much anything that you can think of um i love it 
I'm a big fan of it. I know we do St. Jude a lot and Little Bit Foundation is one that I personally donated to. So we in our league don't do a $50 buy-in and then the winner there's nobody gets to keep the money. The winner just gets to donate the money to charity. So it's 400 bucks. I just sent that to cuz I'm a big I'm a big like St. Louis um poverty guy. Like if we help those guys out, man, it's just going to help the city as a whole. So that went to the kids of St. Louis. Um, I just hope we keep moving that way, man, because fantasy football is so fun. There's so many people, um, you know, even, even if you're not in a great situation, a lot of the times you're still much better than a lot of the other people out there. So I think this charity aspect of fantasy football, if we can keep moving in that direction and I, I get it's really fun to get the big buyout at the end of the year, but man, what am I going to do with that hundred bucks? I'll probably spend it on pizza at the Super Bowl party, you know, like it's, it's really great to have such a fun hobby that reaches so many people going to such a good cause. There you go. Let's have fun with this fantasy football thing, but let's not forget about those that are less fortunate than us. And one way we can do that is to join a fantasy football league by doing something we enjoy and love, but that it contributes to charity. There are plenty of them out there, or heck, maybe start your own. In fact, if you do start your own, if you hit us up with your league, maybe like a link to it or whatever it is to promote it, I'll make sure that I retweet it for you over on Twitter or X. I mean, of course, we all got to say that, right? Twitter or X, you know, Elon Musk, this genius, who no matter what his, I don't even know what his reason was. I don't even pay attention to any of that stuff, but talk about it. Like, he changes his name from Twitter to X, and everybody talks about this whole thing on every single podcast I've ever heard of. So it's like marketing genius. I mean, <laughs> it's awesome. At any rate, I mean, th- I'm getting off on a tangent here, but everybody complains about it. All they do is talk about it. Twitter to X or X or this. Meanwhile, everyone's talking about it. So uh, besides the point, I don't spend enough time on social media. I got to get there. But if you do want to hit me up, my Twitter handle, or X as everybody is saying now, is FHDude. That's standing for Football History Dude, even though this is Fantasy Football Origin Stories. So retweet me, hit me up, do all that other stuff you guys do. I don't know about FHDude and all that stuff on Twitter, and we'll go from there. But with that, we're at the end of the show. Next week, we have Andrew Seifter of Rest of Season Rankings on. So be sure to subscribe for free by mashing that little follow or subscribe button in your podcast player choice. That way you get the hottest, freshest out the press episodes well each and every week. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fantasy Football Origin Stories. To make sure you're the first to get the next episode, please make sure to mash that little subscribe or follow button on your podcast player of choice, then head over to the website for the show notes and more Fantasy Football Origin Stories. That's at FantasyFootballOriginStories.com. And remember, dudes, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs>